Hey, Bill, good morning. Morning. How are we doing? Great. Uh, be, before we get to the Jets, I, I wanted your informed opinion on two players that you coached and an athletic competition between the two of them. So Thursday on this show at Boston College, it is uh, Wiggy versus uh, Christian Fourier. Uh, Jugs machine, 20 to 35 uh, balls, 25 to 35 balls. Who catches more in, in, with, with your informed, knowing both players as you do? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get dragged into that one. You know, a lot of time's expired since those guys have played, but um, yeah, just catching hands. Yeah, yeah, I put, I put a wig up there with anybody. Yeah, nice wigs. <laughs> All right, I mean, no disrespect, of course, to to Christian Fourier, but no, 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 but yeah, I would I would take uh, Wiggy's hands against really probably pretty much anybody. He had really good hands. Wow, wigs. Well, thank you. All right. All right. I couldn't so. block anybody, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I never said that. No, 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 no. I, I understand. But that was one thing I had to continue to work on. <laughs> Did you get a chance to do anything non-football related over the weekend, Bill? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's always good to, you know, get a little little break and relax and rest a little bit and, uh, yeah, now now we're back at it, so I'm ready to go. Bill, watching the games yesterday, I loved watching the game in Germany, but I know some people don't love it. As a head coach, do you like that? Do you like the games overseas and, and watching all the fans from, you know, uh, Europe come out to watch the teams? Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, but, yeah, wherever they schedule them, we play them. So I'm good on that. Bill, when you look at what you guys were kind of able to, you know, especially as a coaching staff, maybe look at um, during the bye week, what are some of the areas that you feel like, you know, we need to obviously continue to get uh, improve on and get better at? Or what are some of the areas that you do well? Clearly, you guys do a great job of taking the ball away and have to consistently work on to keep doing that at a high level. Right. Well, all the things that are always important, you know, remain important. So. Points, turnovers, penalties, um, execution, fundamentals, um, you know, all, all of the above. That's the, that's the start of the list that obviously extends into a lot of other little details and areas, but all the things that fall into those categories are, they're the highest priorities, and then you just work your way on down. Bill, I saw that David Andrews back at practice um, after the concussion. How, how important is a healthy David Andrews to this team? It's good to have as many healthy players as we can. So happy to have all of them out there, um, and as many as, as many as possible. You know, I mean, David's obviously played a lot of football for us. Really good player, but um, and happy to have him and everybody else that can be back out there out there. Bill, when you look at where you guys are in the sense of being able to create sacks and get to the quarterback, is that a scheme or is it more about? you know, guys winning their individual battles? Well, yeah, I mean, in the end, everybody's got to beat somebody to get to the quarterback. There's not many times where you just have, you know, the offense doesn't block somebody, you know, maybe on a blitz or something, but that's unusual. So, yeah, it comes down to, you know, winning one-on-one -on -one pass rushes or sometimes two-on-twos or three-on-threes, however you can create those. And then the execution of the 
of the group. But as we always talk about, pass rush is affected is affected by pass coverage, and pass coverage is affected by pass rush. So it really comes down to team defense. Um, if we're getting to the quarterback, that means the coverage is good. If we're covering well, then that means the rush is good. So it's it's hard it's hard to cover them forever, and it's hard to get to the quarterback if the receivers are open. So you, you really need to blend those together. Bill, you, you look at some of the struggles that the offensive line has had so far this season. What what do you do to get them back on track for Sunday? Uh, well, it's, again, the same for every player in every group, continuing to work on consistency, fundamentals, and, you know, the communication and execution that goes with those. So that's that's every position, whether it's the skill positions, the interior positions, secondary, pump protection, kickoff return. Um, it's really, that's what football is. It's individual fundamentals combined with the unit execution uh, that's, that's involved. Bill, you hear a lot of people say that you're the Jets' kryptonite, uh, and obviously you got to win the last time, but now they're rested. You guys are rested. They're coming off a really impressive win over the Bills. What is it about Zach Wilson that has impressed you that maybe, you know, the common fan or, or even us sitting here right now don't see? Yeah, I don't know how you can not see it. I mean, they won six games, um, so... You know, he's really athletic. He's got a good arm. Made a lot of big plays for him with his legs and his arm. Um, you know, they use a lot of on, on the line of scrimmage decision-making with the quarterback, RPOs, some checks, things like that. So, you know, he's, the Jets are a good team. They got a lot of good players. He's one of them. Bill, last week you said that the Jets and Colts players had at time diagnosed your players pre-snap. How common is that uh, for your in your experience coaching the Patriots? Oh, I think you see some of that every game. You know, good players make good plays. Sometimes they anticipate things and make them, and sometimes they, you know, they guess wrong or anticipate wrong. Same thing as coaches. You know, they make certain calls, anticipating one thing, and sometimes you're right, and but not always. So. Who's the most sort of responsible for that occurring? Is it the play caller, the quarterback? How do you how do you sort of divvy out blame for those things? How do we divvy up? What's that? I don't really understand. Responsibility for the the other team diagnosing the play pre-snap. Is that not mixing up the plays enough? Is that something the quarterback should be able to see? Is that the play caller, uh, the head that, coach? Well, no, it could be a number of things. Um, yeah, defensive players study offenses, and sometimes they get a, a certain tip on you know, a, a player's mannerism or his stance, or it could be a formation, or it could be a play that they've seen previously that they identify, and if it's the same play, they're right, and if it's the complementary play, then, then they would be wrong. But that's part of instinctive, intuitive football, um, whether you want to call it you know, anticipating the play, knowing the play, it's, I mean, it's a matter of semantics. That's what instinctive good players uh, have a knack for, and and sometimes that can be, you know, communicated to the team depending on how, you know, what it is, um, 
or sometimes it's just an individual that sees a certain thing and and he anticipates it, um, which is probably more the case in the last couple games with um, you know Mosley and Leonard. There were a couple plays where they just I don't know if anybody else saw them. It didn't look like it, but they did, and that's you know that's what made them make them great players. Bill, what are some of the advantages or disadvantages playing a team that you just played a few weeks ago? Um, now, obviously, you're going to face the Jets. Is, is is there an advantage to that? Is there a disadvantage? When you look at that, what is the one thing that maybe stands out or the couple of things that stand out uh, in such short period of time? Yeah, I think you got to start all over again. And, you know, we, we spent the last week, spent all of our time, you know, learning and watching the Colts and and that's over. So now we have to put that behind us and and refocus on the Jets and uh, going back and studying for uh, another final exam. I'm sure they'll do some things differently. They've had some time to do that. We we've had some time to make some adjustments and changes. Um, so we'll see how this game plays out. I'm sure it'll be it'll play out differently than the last time we played them. Just the way the plays match up and what they're in, what we happen to be in on particular plays. Um, and we'll see what, see what happens. It's, that's, you know, anytime you play a team twice, three times in the division during the year, you know, those games take on, they take on, each game takes on its own personality and specific circumstances. Speaking of the Colts, were you surprised that Jim Mersey named Jeff Saturday the head coach? Yeah, I'm not really sure about that, what they're doing, just trying to concentrate on our team and work on the things we need to work on. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. You'd have to ask them about that. One of the guys on your team didn't really take the weekend off, Devin McCourty, uh, as a guest analyst on CBS yesterday. Were you able to watch that? Do you have a grade for him maybe? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to see it. Bill, last night, uh, obviously, I you know I don't know if you saw the game. You probably did because, like you said, you were preparing for the Jets. San Fran and uh, the Chargers playing uh, uh, Dre uh, Greenlaw. He gets thrown out of the game. And I know you said this before that, you know, all plays should be reviewable. I think they were trying to say a defenseless receiver. Do you think the NFL gets to the point one day where that's something that they maybe change the rules to you know, because he was a key factor for the defense. Do you see the NFL ever getting there where, you know, with your reviews that you can review everything? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's not my decision. But are you saying where every play is challengeable? Yes, yes. Sorry about that. Every play is challengeable. Yeah. Well, as you know, I've, I've been in favor of that. Not, I'm not in favor of adding more challenges, but challenging the plays. It's just like in the Buffalo, Minnesota game. Um, you know, in that two minute, uh, in a two minute situation with, um, on the Gabriel catch on the sideline, like that play could have been reviewed by the officials, uh, it's because it was in the two minute, it was under two minutes and either it wasn't or they missed it or whatever, however you want to characterize it. I don't know. Um, but to me, that would be an example of a play that uh, the team, you know, should have an opportunity to challenge if they want to and if they have a challenge left. So, um, again, there are other there have been other examples of that plays that have been uh, occurred in situations where teams couldn't challenge because there was 
you know, in two minutes or, um, you know, the, the rules prohibited those plays from being challenged. I get the forward progress and things like that that you can't challenge. I'm not talking about that, but I'm saying not having the ability to challenge a play that could impact the outcome of the game. Um, you know, even calls like holding and pass interference and things like that. I, I don't see why those plays can't be um, reviewed, but again, it's not my decision. So it is what it is. All right, Bill. Well, we will let you get to work and we will look forward to talking to you uh, one week from today. Thanks. All right. Sounds good. Have a good week. All right. There's Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm.